Hello, Joey. Hello, Lawson. <gasps> and hello to everybody listening. My name's Mike. That's not Joe Batanz. That's uh, Joey Boohecker. Sure is. And uh, before we get started on the show today, I wanted to do a quick uh, interview with my friend Joey Boohecker from the co- the uh, podcast Cocktails and Cream Puffs. Hi, Boohecker. What's up, you diabetic loser? <laughs> and uh, what uh, what did you have to say to us? Why did you come on our show? Well, Mike, you know... Every year, podcasts from all over the country are eligible for the podcast awards, but only a select few actually beg their audience. (laughs) Only a select few are are really good enough. These are the best of the best. Yeah, I guess. guess. But they also beg their audience (laughs) to go onto this website, uh, podcastawards.com, and nominate them. And I'm happy to tell you that enough of the schmucks that listen to our show and logged into this account. Wait, and, real quick. Is yeah. this Joey Buhecker or is this like a 1950s mobster? I can't tell. There's no difference, really. <laughs> and also, you're forgetting that when I actually record it, I'm going to put the pitch up a bunch. The voice is a little bit um, uh, kind of like you sound Jewish. Well, so does he. Oh, does he? I mean, oh, I mean so do okay, I. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, do yeah. I. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway. So, I'm sorry. Yeah. Podcastawards.com, you were saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I want all of your listeners, even if you've never listened to our show, because it's a very legitimate competition. <laughs> <laughs> this is, <laughs> this is a legitimate. the show we put out means nothing. <laughs> yeah, don't, you know what, don't bother listening to our show. I'm yeah. just saying, go to podcastawards.com and vote for my cocktails and cream puffs is the name of our show that we also want you to vote for a seance show. Some dead <laughs> show. That's, for some reason, a show about seances to show you how legitimate the podcast awards are. Uh, a show about seances is under science and medicine. <laughs> it's true. So for best LGBT uh, podcast, you want me to vote for cocktails and cream puffs. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then for best science and medicine podcast, uh, podcast you want me to vote for seance the, the seance big seance show because <laughs> there's nothing more scientific than trying to contact dead people uh-huh. uh, you know <laughs> via seance and well, there uh, was one episode <laughs> of house where they brought in a ouija board yeah well that's why yeah and that's why it won an emmy technical award that year uh so uh <laughs> do that and then uh uh yeah because this is a legitimate award you know, that, uh, and also it's a good year because usually they have real shows on there, but this year, no real shows. <laughs> so no throwing shade, no Feast of Fun, no Ross Matthews, it's just cocktails and cream puffs. And the science show. And the seance, seance. show, and the seance <laughs> show under the science and medicine uh, category. <laughs> so. <laughs> In all honesty, jokes aside. This means a lot. <laughs> this this means a lot to our friend Joey Buhecker. It sure and does. We love him. We love him. So go click. It takes very little effort. Just go click and do it. Uh, but thank you, Buhecker, for coming on. You're welcome. Hopefully, Joe Batance is around there somewhere, and we could actually start. This He's probably at some uh, taco truck ordering tacos. <laughs> you know, eating tacos, fat, yeah. miserable. No wonder he has diabetes. Probably spent all his money. That's why he probably lived with his parents because he spent all his money on rent uh, on tacos and burritos. All right, goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, oh. Hey, hey Mike, what's up? Hey, Joe Batanz. Hi, nice to um, meet you. 
Uh, nice catching up with you, Joe. Bye. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm not really good at this. Oh, so Joe, I just talked to Joey Buhacker, but I'm glad you're back. Joey, uh, Joey Buhacker was here? Yeah, he was there like a second ago. I'm surprised you didn't pass him. Uh, but how are you? What's going on? Hello! <laughs> Hello, Mike Lawson, it's me! Betsy Carmichael! Talk, talk about the most inside joke that four of our listeners will understand. <laughs> As you all know, I'm the alter ego of Joey Buhega. And this I is, also, um... Yes? He He wouldn't say it, but this is basically Joey's drag, right? His drag character is Betsy Carmichael. No, he has a different name for his... What's his drag name? Um, Lupita... Shonda Rhimes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, he has a different... I'm a, I'm a wonderful old woman who hosts a bingo show in Buffalo, New York, dears. <laughs> All right, yeah. I, got, I gotta go. I gotta go. I'm bringing my okay. attention. Podcastawards.com. Sorry, I had to, I had to go do oh. something. Yeah, Hi. Hello. So, um, how are you, Joe? I'm doing well, Mike Lawson. Good. Tell me a story. What's going on? That's with what you? we do every single week without oh. fail. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on with you? Tell me. Tell me what's up. Uh, last week, I uh, had to. Uh, I had. You know, I've, I, I'm, I'm, now that I'm in deep, deep Los Angeles, I had to find a new therapist. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, my cousin Richard, for those of you who are new to the show, I have a gay cousin named Richard, and he's a week younger than me and gay. And uh, he has a therapist that I've heard about for years, okay? Uh, I'm going to call her Roz, Dr. Roz, I'll say. Okay? <laughs> okay. And Dr. Roz, I've heard about Dr. Roz for years. Not Dr. Oz. Dr. Roz. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I, I, this, Richard would tell me stories, and I would be like, my mouth would be open. I've never heard of a therapist like this. She would like legitimately like yell at Richard, mm-hmm. and be like, "You're stupid." <laughs> <laughs> so when it was time to look for a therapist, I was like, "I want, I want, I want someone to tell me I'm stupid, right?" Really? I look. I'm not a big. I mean, look. I've done years of therapy, but I often feel like the therapy where it's like, "And how do you feel about that?" You know, I just feel like I. I don't necessarily always know where they're going, and I know they're trying to get me to see it, but sometimes you want to go in there and have them tell you what's up. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Okay. I guess, yeah. So I've never been to therapy, so I'm trying to relate, but, you know. Um, well, it, what happens often in therapy is you'll go in there and you're like, I hate my uh, cousin. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Who's a week younger than me? Okay, no, you'll be like, <laughs> I hate my cousin, and they'll be like, Oh, and and how do you feel about that? And why yeah. do you think that? You know, we have a friend and listener who's a therapist. I'm sure he's like beating himself in the face. I'm saying this, but whatever. So, I wanted to try out this therapist. I thought I'd give her a go one time. First mm-hmm. of all, I set up an appointment with her. Okay. First of all, for, for, just so you know, Richard is like, I need to warn you. She's a little out there and just be prepared. She's going to she's gonna yell at you. Right. Also, her license is suspended. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, why? And he's like, oh, because she, some guy on Yelp gave her a bad review for yelling at him. And then she went on Yelp and yelled at him. Something like that, right? So I go, okay. 
So I call her, and then she doesn't answer, but then she calls me back, and she left like the rat, because she's an old lady. The yeah. raddest voicemail. She was like, hi, this is Dr. Roz, and uh, I'm just calling you back, and, and please call me back. And then it was like Betty Batance, because then she hung <laughs> up, and then she heard like, you just heard like. <laughs> you hear all her purse noises. Yeah, and then she's like, I don't know how to use a phone. I don't know. How do I do this? How do I hang up the phone? Oh, I don't know how to hang up the phone. Okay, let me see. I know that the my son told me that there's a yeah. button right here. And I'm like, oh, this Joey, is the- come in here, Joey. <laughs> yeah. I'm all, this is the greatest therapist already. So last <laughs> last Tuesday, I show up to. Oh, good. It, first of all, it's a house. She, 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 not a house. She, it's an office, but it's like a house that has a bunch of offices in it. Oh, okay. And I show up and she's there and she kind of looks like Carol King a little bit. Right. Okay. But older yeah. and she's like wearing like no shoes and like kind of flowy clothes. Very hippie-ish. Okay. And I she, was imagining like a crocheted vest, but flowy no. is a very good No, look. like flowy clothes and she's very petite and uh, like a like a petite Carol King, probably about the same age as Carol King. She's probably early seventies, I'd imagine, late sixties. Mm-hmm. And no shoes, and she's like, "Joe, come on in. How nice to meet you." When she was very smiley, and there were candles lit in the room, and it, you know, just all this really cute stuff in her office. And we were chit chatty. And for the first half hour of the session, I would say was just getting to know me and about my childhood and. Just basic questions, right? And then she, and at a certain point, she was like, so, so why are you here, right? And I, but I told her I was feeling a lot of anxiety lately. I've been having a lot of anxiety lately. And she, and she let me go on. And then finally she goes, now be quiet, right? Okay. And she goes, uh, be quiet. I'm going to tell you something. And I go, but I said be quiet. And I was like, oh, okay. She's like. So you're feeling anxiety. Well, you know, anxiety is rage turned inward. Anxiety is anger at yourself. Rage, a person who has anxiety feels a lot of rage. And they turn that rage on themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's what anxiety is. And I was like, be quiet. (laughs) And I was like, okay. And she goes, and so it's it's rage turned inward. So what you need to do is, is you need... To deal with the rage. And so, yeah, you have a lot of rage. And that's why you're fat. <gasps> and I was like, what? my weight had not come up. No one, I didn't say I'm fat. I didn't, like, I, it was just like, it just came out of nowhere. She was like, that's why you're fat. You stuff your face with food to, to um, put down the rage. Whoa. And I was like, whoa. And then, and then for the next half hour, I wasn't allowed to talk. And she just read me <laughs> the entire Wait. time. Do you feel like it was like uh, professional still? Yeah, 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 yeah. I still feel it was. Prof- I still feel it was professional. I'm, I have another session with her this week, so I'm seeing her again this week. My only concern is this. Here's my only concern, uh, and I'm sure our therapist friends will chime in. She read me, and I'm not saying she was wrong. I felt that she was very accurate in a lot of things she was say- saying. And we, we. I'm sorry. And uh, I feel she was very accurate in the in, in what she was saying, right? But was she hurtful? No, like intentionally no, hurtful. No, no, okay. no, 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 no. And but she just tells you like it is. She doesn't bullshit. Okay. Yeah. And so a lot of what she was saying was rang very true. And even things that I haven't talked about yet, I know 
fit into what she said. But that's my sort of concern is my concern is she's already in the first session. We'll find out. I only know by going to her a bunch of times. But in the right. first session, she's decided what my problem is and how to fix it and who I am. And anything so I that's, tell. That's the path you guys are on now. Like anything else. I of think that. so. That's what I'm concerned yeah. about. So I'll find out when I go this week. So when I go, if if the, if it's sort of the same thing, and it's me going, like, well, that's why you're like this, is because this, then I might start thinking about it. But yeah. at, for right now, I I liked it, but I don't want it to yeah. be week after week. It's about how I'm fat because I have anxiety and shut but up. But if you feel if you feel that the the map that she drew is you know at least a little bit accurate, it might be okay to go down. You know, follow the map a while until yeah, yeah, you yeah. decide. I'll you give her more than one. It's not gonna be like this is the week I make the decision. I'll probably give her. Six sessions total? So I know this is in the weeds a little bit, but I couldn't stop thinking about it through the whole story. So she's not licensed. She is licensed. She's... Oh, she is. And I think the suspension is done. It was, oh, she was, was suspended. Temporary yeah, yeah, yeah. suspension. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I was worried, like, like, can just anyone have still continue to see people and not just not be a therapist and not no, get I, I think insurance or? It, it, the reason it came up was, and I'll probably take this off the air was Richard was saying that she was desperate to get clients again because she couldn't practice while she was suspended. So now she's not suspended. So she's giving me like a really good her. deal on the sessions because she's trying to build up her client base again. Got it. Yeah. Um, cool. Okay. So what's going on with you, Mike Lawson? Nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> I just uh, started my new job today. Oh, that's right. You're back that at the Diabetes today. Hands Foundation, DHF. Yeah. Um, it's good. Uh, that happened, but this weekend was kind of. <clears throat> excuse me. My body today is just like not having it though. Sitting at a desk for eight hours. It's been a long time since I've done this. It's been Wait. two weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was just really hard. Uh, but this weekend, I kind of tried to do some stuff that was fun on um, Friday. Do you know Disclosure? Have you heard of them? No. I, I made a joke last week that it was a movie with <gasps> Michael Keaton and oh, right. Michael, not Michael Douglas and uh, somebody. Well, anyway, the two there's these two guys and they like do DJ stuff, mm-hmm. but they do like play drums too and whatever. But. For Steve's birthday, I bought us tickets to go to that, and that was on Friday. Mm-hmm. But Joey, when we walked in, like you were late. Oh well, here's the thing: the show started at eight. Mm-hmm. We didn't leave the house until like eight thirty, and I did have some anxiety about that before we got there. But S- Steve goes to these all the time, and between you and me, I mm. wasn't. I know Steve doesn't listen to this. Um. I didn't really want to go. Wait, Steve doesn't listen to the show? No, he does. That oh. was a joke. I, I just was feeling like, ugh. What, like, I didn't even care about the DJ music and stuff and yeah. whatever. So I just was, like, ready to not go. So when I wasn't pushing him out the door, mm-hmm. so we'd leave at 8.30. Joe, we were probably in the first, I would say, 25% of the crowd. We yeah. were there. That's how concerts Everyone are. was so late. So late. So there was some DJ playing, some woman um, named Honey Dijon, and it took me probably a few minutes to realize it, but I was probably the oldest person there. Oh, that's happened to me before. It's awful. I was on the high end of the spectrum, at least. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm 35, 
And I would say the average, oh, by the way, it was an 18 and over show. So the average um, age probably was like maybe 20, 21, like right in there. It was pretty awful. Even Steve was old. Steve just turned 30. Yeah. So, um, but as it got more and more full, in the beginning, I mean, we had an excellent place to stand because we got there so early, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And the crowd was filling in behind us. And then people, I mean, I'm just too old for this. Dicks, like just pushing in and like uh well that's concerts yeah i know i start to get territorial and like don't want to let people pass and i like when people are pushing i like stand my ground extra firm oh really yeah i get so weird and i start having these like mini wars with people (laughs) that should be uh your tagline Many wars with people since 1980 or however old you are. (laughs) And the thing is, in their head, they probably don't even know that I'm, like, hating on them so much. So I just get, like, angry. But luckily, Steve had to go to the bathroom, so we left uh, to go. Mm -hmm. And then when we came back, we kind of stood near the back, and I enjoyed myself much more when I wasn't, like, fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that. I hate that at concerts. And, by the way, also, standing for an entire concert, I'm too old for it. (laughs) Sorry, I need a seat. I need to say I down. agree with you. <laughs> um, so that was on Friday. What's up with you? Do you have any stories about Kenny? Oh, no. I don't have any stories about Kenny. No. My stories are kind of boring this week. Um, the only thing that happened was I, um, uh, my friend Mercedes, we have a mutual friend, and that friend and her family were in town this weekend. And so they invited me to go over to Mercedes' house. Uh, in Malibu and just sort of chill for the day. It was like, it was a kickback at Mercedes house as it were. Uh, and so I went during the day to Mercedes house and we just sort of hung out, right? It was a beautiful day. And we just, it was like nothing much to report there. But, uh, in late afternoon, Mercedes said, Hey, I got to take my son to his basketball game. We're only going to be gone for like an hour and a half. Uh, you're welcome to chill here. And then uh, our friend Lindsay was like, actually, you know, we have to run a couple errands. You want to go with us, Joe? And as anyone knows, I love to run errands. Okay. Yeah. So I ran some errands with them. And then I could tell they were kind of tired because errands took like 20 minutes. And I said, you know, I think Mercedes has someone taking care of the baby. Just drop me off at Mercedes house. And then we'll just meet up. Like we were going to meet back at Mercedes house for dinner. Mm-hmm. And I go, I'll just chill at Mercedes house and it'll be fine. I might even take a nap. And then when they get back, we'll all be good. And they're like, great. So they just drop me off and they leave. Mercedes had no one at the house. <gasps> I, so now I'm, you know, Mercedes' house is on a very busy street. So now I'm on this very busy street stuck outside the house. And I'm like, well, I guess I'll just, I was like, I actually, I was like, you know what? I don't need to come back. I'll just go home. Right. And right when I got my car to go home, um, some fire trucks. And policemen just whizzed by, and then the traffic just literally stopped in front of Mercedes' house. I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck. Well, I'm not going anywhere, right? So I'm all, yeah. you know what? I'm going to uh, turn on my car stereo and listen to some award-winning podcasts like Cocktails and Cream Puffs, which you can vote for at Cocktails, I'm not, not cocktails, at podcastawards.com. Oh. How, did you hear Joe... Uh- Joey Buhecker's announcement on our show earlier about that? No, I wasn't here. What did he say? Oh. Um, he just begged people to vote for him. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard it. Yeah, I know. He, call, he called and gave me the number today about how to vote for him, yeah. <laughs> and, and they kept telling me I need to listen to this seance show. 
under the science and medicine category at the podcast awards. So anyway, uh, do you think that the host of the seance show is hot and that's why he keeps, he's basically sucking the guy's dick through his microphone, right? That's a good theory. Look him up. See if he's hot. Okay. You tell your story and I'll just use the internet like we normally do. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I said, look, uh, I'm just going to listen to some podcasts while I sit in the car and wait for Chris and Mercedes to get home, right? And their family. So I'm listening to Cocktails and Cream Puffs, which you can download on iTunes. I was listening to that. All of a sudden, the podcast just goes off. The pod- Look, my car was just like, no. <laughs> no. The, the podcast just goes off, <laughs> right? And uh-huh. I was like, what? And then I turned the car. The battery's dead. Oh, Joe. Uh, so I'm like, oh, great. The battery's dead, right? So uh-huh. I just sat in my car. There's nothing. The battery was dead. There was traffic. So I was like, you know what? After we have dinner, I'll call AAA. Okay? So we have dinner. AAA comes. And the car still kind of won't start. Finally, we get it to start. And the guy goes, you know what, dude? I, have to, I hate to break this to you. I think it's your starter. So oh, end of the God. story is um, I got my starter fixed today. And it cost me a cool $250. Well, at least you don't have other expenses like just moving or anything like that. <laughs> Windex. Fucking hell. That sucks. Yeah. So, but anyway, look, but you know what? In a weird kind of way, it's probably a blessing because if the starter was going bad anyway and the battery died, it's better to figure out in front of Chris and Mercedes' house where I have a house instead of I'm like, I'm at like, like, you know, Target. And I'm like, fuck. Well, I do have AAA, but like still, it's it's more more convenient. I was able to plan now when to get the starter fixed. Mm. So... That's so fr- – I hate car problems. Like yeah, that's they're the worst. That's high on my list of frustrations. I don't know anyone who enjoys them, but I don't know. I feel like they never happen at a good time. Never happen at a good time. So uh, what else is going on with you, Mike Lawson? Um, well, Joey, I thought maybe we could bring this up um, on v- early, early shows. If you're a longtime listener of Catching Up, uh, Joe Patanz and I have talked about – how my boyfriend was in the closet. We've talked about that on here, right? Yeah, yeah, many times. Um, so he was uh, in the closet to his parents, to his friends even. Yeah, um, that was the weird one. There were, I mean, he, there were a couple of friends that he was out to, but like... Oh, by the way, sorry, sorry to for the interruption. Last week you had said you were going to see if Steve recognized the clown. Did Steve recognize the clown joke from oh, RuPaul's Drag he Race? Told, yes, he totally knew the clown joke, if, okay. if you were wondering. Did he comment um, on what you said on the show? So he hadn't listened to the show yet. Oh, okay. All right. So all he right. watched it. I, In fact, he may be, may be behind. Um, oh, by the way, I fixed our website. It, um... It looks a little bit better, but oh. um, there's no more Canadian drugstore. Too bad. When you click on stuff. Okay, so um, he was in the closet. So since we last talked about it on here, uh, but Joe Batanz, you know this already, he's come out to his parents. He's come out to his friends. He He's pretty much, I, I would say he's out. Like everyone who needs to know knows. Mm-hmm. It's weird though because like you never – you never, there's never like a date where it's like, okay, I'm officially out this date because like those acquaintances at work, there's no reason to like tell them. Mm-hmm. You just, <clears throat> you just switch to where you're not going to lie about it if they ask like, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. if you're, if you're dating someone or something. So anyway, 
He's officially out. That's officially happened. out of the closet. And he has friends that, like he has a group of really close friends and none of them knew until just a few weeks ago. Like, were they trying to, were they trying to send him up with girls? No, see that's the thing. When he talked about it, they would never talk about girls with him. They would never ask if he was dating, nothing like that. Because they fucking knew, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um so he officially told them and then just this past weekend he had um uh drinks and dinner with them and stuff, which was their it was kind of his um his birthday celebration with them because that was a few weeks ago but also it was like to celebrate his coming out yeah and uh they basically what's so funny is one of the first questions they asked was if he was dating someone yeah that was gonna be my next question is he is is the boyfriend is his relationship out of the closet so to his parents no i think that's a little too much too soon yeah right? mm-hmm. and i am totally cool with that because i don't want to be attached to any negative feelings they have right now yeah do you know what i mean mm-hmm. that's that's actually happened to me once before where i was dating someone in the closet and then the way they came out was to tell their parents that they were dating me do you know what i mean and then i just became the guy that is attached to all this negativity yeah but um so no his parents don't know his sister does and mm-hmm. then when he was with his friends i mean naturally i think that's a pretty easy question mm-hmm. that you're gonna ask up front yeah um, so they asked and he said yes. And then he told them for almost two years, <gasps> can you, and they were, all of them were like shocked. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine like one of your good friends, like someone you see when I first started dating Steve, he would hang out with these friends at least once a week, sometimes more. And they don't know that he's dating somebody for two years. Isn't that just blow your mind a little bit? And not only he's dated somebody for two years, I'm not his first boyfriend, you know? Yeah. Are you his longest boyfriend, though? And not, I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not oh, making yeah, a yeah. dirty joke. Yeah, I am. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's interesting. So base, uh, long story short, we're going to all hang out sometime soon. Mm-hmm. And that makes me so nervous. Oh, why? Like, for the you think they're going to be time, excited? I was, for the longest time, I was his secret boyfriend. And so he would – I I feel like his friends are not judgmental, like, outwardly, but, like, to one another. Almost, like, brotherly and sisterly. How nobody's good enough for your brother or sister, you know? Yeah. Because you're my secret boyfriend. A boyfriend for money. Do what you want me uh, you to know, do. You know, Joe, I'm really impressed. I said secret boyfriend, like two breaths ago and you held that song in that long that was I know. very impressive i wanted to do it immediately <laughs> i really did. do you do you have any news stories from la we could talk about mike i sure do elijah wood says hollywood is rife with child sex abuse in an interview with the sunday times lord of the rings star and formal chi- former child actor elijah lord of the rings came out like 15 years ago and former child actor Elijah Wood spoke out against child sex abuse in Hollywood, suggesting that it's far more common than people realize. Wood, now 35, began oh, his, my age. Began his uh, screen career at age 8. Wood compared the current situation in Hollywood to England's Jimmy Savile pedophilia scandal, referencing the British entertainer who allegedly abused hundreds during his career. Woods credited his mother with keeping him safe from predators, telling the British paper that she was far more concerned with raising me to be a good human 
than facilitating my career. Mike Lawson, my question to you, would you have sex with an, as a child, would you have had sex with an adult to further your Hollywood career? <laughs> no, probably not. <clears throat> would you have sex with Elijah Wood? You know what? In this picture, yes. There's something about him though that's like he like he should be hot. You know what he looks like to me is like CGI. Like a, they're trying to CGI a normal guy, mm-hmm. and it it's Elijah Wood. So like I I see him as a normal guy, and like even in some of the pictures where he looks like cute, mm-hmm. I feel like he's just a cute CGI character, and it's. I could weird. see that. I could totally see that. I don't disagree mm-hmm. with you. There's a lot of vipers in this industry. Elijah Wood said, people who only have their own interests in mind. This is the darkness in the underbelly. If you can imagine it, it probably has happened. <laughs> well, look, I, I can't say too much, but you know, there was all those Brian. Did we talk about it in the show? But like a uh, friend of the show, Jonathan was witness to a lot of this shit when he was a kid. Yeah. I don't think we've talked about too much of it. But yeah. When is my 22 year old boyfriend getting here? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> These sick fucks. <laughs> These fucking sickos. When's my uh when's when's the guy who I was when I, I was uh, thirty when he was ten? When is he coming in? Um so that's interesting. I don't know. There's not a lot of meat on those bones, so to speak, in the Elijah Wood story though. Like so all he's saying is if you can imagine it, it's happened in Hollywood. Yeah. Look. Mm, okay. Yeah, look. We're, we're sh- I'm short on stories this week. Yeah, I know. The one at the Abbey would have been better, but... Oh, I can do that one. <laughs> no, Joey, some geniuses came up with something great in San Francisco. If your memory feels a little foggy tomorrow morning, <laughs> we'll know why. Uh-huh. This vodka actually contains San Francisco fog, and we can't condense our eagerness to try a shot. Fog Point Vodka is a mixture of water harvested from San Francisco fog and vodka distilled from a local California wine. The result is a crisp, pure, and gluten-free vodka with elegant hints of pear, citrus, and honeysuckle, according to distillery Hangar One, which produces Fog Point. What do you think of this? You want some? It just has fog in it? Yeah, a bottle of Fog Point. Well, it's condensed. Um, so like, yeah, but uh, I associate fog, fog becomes water with smog. Oh, I see what you're uh, saying. No, our fog isn't smoggy though. Our fog is pretty pure. Mm, our fog here. is pure. We're the Bay area. Everything we well, have is wonderful. We got good fog. A bottle of fog point runs for $125. I wish I didn't tell you. I would have liked. You oh to yeah. That, that would have been a good guess. I, I don't know if I would have guessed that. I would have not this, have gotten that. This is a limited edition run, and mm-hmm. they only have so many bottles of fog water to work with. I think it's already sold out. You think so? Bottles can be pre-ordered now. Let me try that link and see what comes up. The coolest part, perhaps, is that a portion of the sale proceeds will go to Fog Quest, which is an organization that helps communities in need harvest their own water from fog and rain. Um, reserve your bottle today. Ugh. Pop up ad. <laughs> now Limited we have a Canadian edition. pharmacy on our website. I know. <laughs> uh, 
You know what? It um, looks like they're still available. Oh, but really? They, they only ship to California, Florida, Illinois, Nevada, and New York. Yeah, but I just figured all these Bay Area people, everyone in the Bay Area is obsessed with the Bay Area. So I figured it'd be gone and then people would just, like all the tech people would just buy it up. No, you know what I think this is good for is when you need to give someone a $125 gift. Like if if you're a wealthy person and you want to give good gifts, but you don't know people you give gifts to because you have no really deep, meaningful relationships, I feel like this is a good gift for you to buy those. What, what kind of gifts like those have you received? Um, well, I feel like... I none because I don't have friends that get just throw around hundred twenty five dollar gifts. Mm-hmm. I feel like mine are usually smaller priced, like items like candles or, uh, you know, it's a one that I've gotten many times. I've, what uh, they'll do these like they'll make a hot chocolate in like a mason jar. Oh yeah, and put yeah. like a ribbon around it and give that to you. They give those to everyone they don't know. But feel obligated to give a gift to. My mom used to work for this company. I used to like this when we were kids. That would give her six months of that Harry and David Fruit of the Month Club. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I was a big fan of that. Have you ever gotten one of those, um, uh, those is it Hillshire Farms or whatever, like a box of sausage and cheese? Yeah, of course. Do you ever eat it? Yeah, the I don't know that the cheese is any good, though. But uh-huh. the like salami... That's fine. It's cured. Yeah. You're not going to... Well, the cheese is fine, too, but it's not, like, a good cheese. It's, like... Shitty cheese. Oil-based. It's, like, a hard version of the nacho cheese stuff sauce. Now, Mike, you went through the voicemails. Were there any interesting voicemails that we got? We got a really good one from a guy named Anthony in Birmingham, Alabama, who had uh, some questions for us. He sent it three months ago. I feel so bad. I hope he's still li- listening. Well, you he could email him like, back, couldn't you? Or you don't have an email address? No, I have his phone number. We should, we should totally call him. Do you just want to call him, like, right now? Can we call him on the air, though? Is there a way to do it? that? Hey, Anthony. Uh, this is Joe Batant from the podcast Catching Up, and I'm with my uh, partner in crime, Mike Lawson. Hi, Anthony in Alabama. Uh, good, to, good to talk to your voicemail. Yeah, we were calling because uh, we're on the show right now, actually. But we, oh, yeah. I don't know if you've been listening to the show still, but Mike barely – we had a problem with our website. And so we didn't get to uh, – to uh, the voicemails until very recently. So we just found your voicemail. We wanted to talk to you. It's been months since we, uh, you left that very nice uh, voicemail with questions, and we wanted to talk to you, but uh, you must be sleeping or something because it's late in Alabama. And we're yeah. Considerate. It's late in Alabama. He's getting some weird-ass phone call <laughs> from yeah. a, a number. But wait, now I just realized Anthony in Alabama has my phone number. That's okay. I just get... He's normal. He's normal. Yeah, that's true. He only he only called. Now, if Scott the Seder had my phone number, I would be very scared. 
But, <laughs> but, uh, All right. nice, nice catching up with you, Anthony's voicemail. Yeah, go to hell, Anthony. That was fun. Yeah, too bad, uh, too bad he didn't answer. That it's okay. Fun. Um, so, where were we? So, what do you got Bonka, going on next week, Mike Lawson? Friends. Um, well, I have a. Wait, next week is Memorial Day weekend. I actually don't have much planned. Steve and I are hanging out. Um, and that's pretty much the only thing on the agenda so far. Uh, so nothing. Three, my first weekend since I've started work and it's a three day weekend. Uh, my boyfriend Cameron's going to be here any minute now. Uh, it should be, actually, his arrival is probably going to be after we hang up because he texted me when he was leaving. But we are also – Cameron and I are going on a double date Ooh. with cousin of the show, Richard, and his oh. boyfriend. Cool. We're, we're going to the Magic Castle in Hollywood, California. Uh, did Cameron pick that? Him and his white privilege? <laughs> Uh, no, actually, Richard asked, Richard asked if Cameron could go. He would, he really wanted Cameron to go. Oh, that's nice. Good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He really wanted Cameron to go. And he, um, and so, yeah, it's myself, Cameron, Richard, and Richard's boyfriend. And we're going to go to the Magic Castle, have a little dinner beforehand. And I'm sure there'll be no stories from that night. (laughs) Yeah, nothing can go wrong with that. Nothing can go wrong when you have my boyfriend and my cousin (laughs) meeting somebody. Well, Carolyn meeting the boyfriend for the first time at the the Magic Castle. You know what? You know what's funny? This is like, unless, oh, no, my God. Okay. (laughs) Listen to what we're doing. This This couldn't be more of a Joe Batanz night. Yeah. I'm going with Cameron. By the way, this is the pilot episode of the sitcom Joe eventually writes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going with Cameron uh-huh. and my cousin. We're going to eat tacos mm-hmm. and then go to the Magic Castle. <laughs> and then go get ice cream near the high school so we could cruise all of the guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have you heard of this Netflix show called Love? You're probably sick of hearing this, but. No. They they have a episode that takes place in the Magic Castle. The oh, main what? character, yeah, the main character is a, a member, uh-huh. and the girl he's dating ends up hating magic and wants to just like make fun of the people at the Magic Castle, and he takes it very seriously. And they end up getting kicked out because he takes his jacket off and gives it to her. Oh. She de- she she demands he give her his jacket because she's cold. Which that wouldn't ha- that's actually the one time a man can take off his jacket is to put it on a woman. So uh, go well, ahead. He got kicked out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Love. And it's probably, what episode? I want to say like two or three. It's certainly in the description. Oh, okay. And they, I, I want to see what they show in the Magic Castle. Yeah. If anybody wants to see what the Magic Castle looks like, is, is it the Magic Castle, Mike? Yeah, it, it is. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, check out the show be, Love. There might be some fabricated stuff from the inside, like fake. They they watch a show on one of the stages, and mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a magic castle, but they play with the piano, mm-hmm. and when they enter the magic castle, I know that's real. Oh, okay. Looks, I can't sure. wait to check it out. Yeah. So if you guys, if anyone, and if any of you want to see what a peek inside what the magic castle looks like, check out this show. Love. Yeah. Have you seen? Or this? if you want to see uh, uh, what Joe's weekend's going to be like, <laughs> him getting kicked out of the magic castle, maybe for different reasons, but <laughs> yeah, because Cameron and Richard are fighting. Yeah. Um, Okay, uh, have you seen this show, Mr. Robot? Yeah, yeah. 
how come everyone's seen this show but me? But I've seen it. I finally finished it. It's how good. hot is this Rami Malek, by the way? I can't tell because he's like, I don't know, so hot I can't look at him. Or if he's like chromosome off like you always say or what. Mm-hmm. There's something about him that he's imperfectly hot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's something like not right about him. But it I is think he's pretty hot. perfect. He, I, I, I give it to you. He's hot. but. And everyone always says, they're always like, uh, can you believe he's 35? He's your age. Is he really 35? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I got oh, a that, chance. That suddenly make him hotter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, se- season two of that should be coming out soon. Yeah, season two. So this has been uh, this is guys. This has been a, a whatever. Ep- this is not none of none of this is going to be in the greatest hits archive. I don't know, Joey. Oh yeah, you're right. That was pretty fucking good. <laughs> You know what, guys? Yeah. The, the, the show itself was marginal, but that Boo Hecker's visit was we, – we never, because we never really have visitors. No. We went way outside of our box today. We had Boo Hecker. We, we called had Anthony. Betsy. Oh, yeah. We Betsy called- came in. We called Anthony. You know what? You're right. So what we – yeah, we, we, it was a balanced show. You're right, Lawson. This was a pretty good episode. It was just short. <laughs> short and sweet. All right, Joe. Nice catching up with you. Go to hell, Mike. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Um, I mean... Um, uh, um, 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 uh, um, 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 um